Welcome to the Called to Share podcast. This is Ben Arkell and this is episode number two. Episode number one was recorded in October of last year, so it's been quite a while. It's funny because when I did my first episode, I talked about in a year from now, we'll have hundreds of episodes and uh, hasn't quite gone the way I wanted it to, but we're here and I've had some stirrings lately, just being reminded of the importance of kind of putting content out in the world that can benefit people. And this episode, guys, I wanted to talk about something that's actually been in the news cycle quite a bit lately. I'm not sure if you've picked up on it, but there have been quite a few articles posted online recently about the garment, which is pretty interesting. Um, And as you can imagine, probably not the most uplifting content for people who are trying to learn about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are curious about what the garment is. If anybody is listening that is not familiar with the garment is, it's basically religious underclothing that members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who have been to a temple and made promises and covenants there that they wear. Um, And the reason it's something I've been thinking about recently is because my daughter, who turns 19 in a few weeks, she just went to the temple um, to make covenants and promises with God. Part of that is receiving the garment to wear every day. So up to this point in her life, she hasn't worn it, but you know, it's it's a change that she's having to adjust to now is is wearing this different set of underclothing every day. And as I said, a lot of the stuff that's been going around online, you know, there's some people who've talked about how garments are uncomfortable and they need to be adjusted and other people are complaining that it's proof that women are oppressed because they have to wear these underclothing that are that's uncomfortable. Other people on the other side are saying, well, the church has a committee of women who kind of work on making them more comfortable. Anyway, a lot of this back and forth and I was concerned with my daughter going to the temple, just wondering how she would adjust to it because definitely the major perception is like, oh, you have to wear garments now. Um, And in fact, just a few days before, my boy was talking to my daughter and said, hey, two more days and you have to wear garments. Kind of like, hey, it's a burden and it's not a fun thing to do. And I corrected him and said, you mean get to? And that, and Sarah said that too to Evan. She's like, you mean get to? I get to wear them. And I think she was just trying to uh, spin it to a positive. Um, and so, like I said, a lot of people outside of the church, that's one of the number one things they mock about our religion, which is kind of interesting because most religions have some form of religious clothing. But typically, you know, the Catholics, their priests have religious clothing. Um the difference being religious clothing for Latter-day Saints, it's underneath your normal clothes. Um, but I want to tell you a really awesome experience I had with my daughter, having her go to the temple, receive the garment, and start wearing it. So for those of you who aren't aware, and for those of you who are, after, um, you know, kind of the conclusion of the ceremony in the temple is, there's a place called the Celestial Room. And if you've never gone to a Mormon temple open house, I would encourage you to to do so. I know 
there's a lot of them coming up all over the world, but especially in Washington, D.C., there's one that's coming up in 2022, which is going to be awesome, the Washington, D.C. Temple. But as you participate in an open house and go to one of the temples, you can walk through it before the temple is dedicated. After the temple is dedicated, which is essentially a leader of a church offering a prayer to God to dedicate the place for temple work and for the usage of that purpose. After that point, you can only enter if you're a member of the church and you are found able to attend the temple and you have a little card that's a recommend that you have to show to go in. Um, but part of that tour, you see all the different rooms. One of the rooms being, as I said, the celestial room. And it's just a beautiful room with a, usually a, like a nice chandelier and it's just everything's white. Uh, the chairs and the benches and the couches. You just sit there and ponder and think and pray. It's a place to just kind of soak everything in, to realize that you're in the Lord's house and it's just a great place to be. A place of answered prayer, a place of, a place of quiet. For me as a dad of seven kids, being able to sit there and just have complete quiet is awesome. So after the ceremony, um, my wife, myself, and my daughter, we were in the celestial room and a lot of friends and family were there and you're you're asked in the temple if you have to communicate to whisper. So they were kind of just saying congratulations and for a few minutes she was talking to her family and friends and then they all kind of left the celestial room to go down and get changed into their normal clothes and go we were gonna meet up afterward to, you know, grab a burger and some shakes just to kind of talk some more. But while they all left, Gene and myself and my daughter, we sat down on one of the couches and just kind of chatted. We said, hey, do you have any questions about what happened in the temple? And Because there are some things we do in the temple we don't talk about outside the temple. Um, just a few things. But So the, in the celestial, it's a good spot to, to talk about those. And she's like, ah, I had a million questions while, you know, I was going through the whole ceremony and kind of learning stuff, but I can't remember them now. <laughs> and so Gina and I just spent some time talking about some of the symbolism in the temple, just how so many things point to Jesus Christ, how they're symbolic of him, how even the garment that is placed upon us is representative of Christ and his atonement, how he covers us. And, um, you know, our shame and guilt and our mistakes, he's able to cover us and protect us. And through his grace and mercy, make us clean and whole. So we talked a little bit about that. Um, and it was good. We shared some, some things we learned, talked for about 20 minutes. And then at the end, I again said, hey, Sarah, do you have any questions or anything else you want to say? And she's, and this, guys, I'm, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Um, as a parent, it's awesome to see your kids make good choices and, and be where you feel they need to be. And it's even a level up cooler when your kids can teach you things that you perhaps didn't know or help you see things in a different light and help you appreciate stuff that you perhaps haven't appreciated the way you should. Because when I asked her that question, what she said kind of, I was like, Wow. You know, I, I wrote an article about this on calledtoshare.com. And I think what I'm going to be doing with this podcast is if there's stories like this that are really empowering and awesome, 
I kind of explain it in a podcast form because sometimes people don't visit the site to read and they like a podcast better. But I said, Sarah, anything else you want to share? And she said, not really. She's like, but I am just so excited to wear the garment after having learned everything it means. Um, and wow, like I... I was slightly taken aback. Like I said, one of my concerns was, oh, you know, she's gonna have to wear this garment, and have to, you know, it may, it's gonna it might be a hard transition. And never once did I consider that she'd be like, I'm so excited to wear this and so grateful, because as I said, in our world outside of the church, the garment is mocked, right? Uh, you know, people calling it mormon underwear and just it's relentlessly mocked because people don't understand it and or don't want to understand it and even inside the church you know there's been a few uh i'll say influencers online who just kind of like definitely haven't had the same reverence for the garment that sarah showed in the temple where she's like, I'm so excited to wear this, knowing what it means, how Christ covers us, how it's the one thing that we take with us into the outside world from the temple as a reminder of all the promises and blessings that God's given us. Um, And so, like I said, inside the church, there's even a few people who are, are... you know, a little more lackadaisical on wearing the garment and and not wearing it when you don't want to and and so to hear her respond that way was was just awesome. Um, she told me Sarah and Gina as they were going through the temple and after they go through a few of the different ordinances that are done, they sat down with another there was another girl and her mom so there's four women in one room and then there was a temple worker explaining to them kind of what the garment means and she just said it was such a beautiful explanation explanation the lady kept handing out um tissues to Gina and Sarah and the other women just cuz they were bawling just they just felt so powerfully the beauty of the garment and this symbol and what it means and it's just a constant reminder of God's love and blessings so I just wanted to share that as podcast number two just talking about the garment and and maybe if you're listening for for you to consider do you take it for granted I can definitely tell you that after hearing my daughter's response and her excitement to wear it I definitely was never at that level when I got it to be excited to wear it but it definitely shifted my perspective and it's so beautiful to be taught by one of your children right um and to kind of have a higher level of of thinking but um it's definitely made me appreciate this especially in a time when the things of God are being mocked and the things of God are kind of um you know there's this philosophy around that's that's very pleasing um that's like you know love 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 and everything's okay god loves you no matter what in fact the other day someone's like you know heavenly father and heavenly mother love you doesn't matter 
if you have piercings it doesn't matter if you wear the garment or not it doesn't matter this or that and we never came to earth to earn god's love and so that's kind of just a weird parallel to me that someone would say that it seems like you're not trying to show that god really loves you you're trying to show that you can do whatever you want and they'll still i don't know it just didn't sit well with me and so i think the purpose for us wearing a garment correctly and as indicated is not so god will love us it's it's a reminder of the promises we've made to god um but yeah just grateful again for my daughter i actually got a few emails back from people who said you know i read that story about your daughter and i was bawling just and a few other people have said i've felt more of a urgency and reverence toward the garment lately it's been on my mind and so i definitely feel that while it's being more mocked outside of the church and maybe even taken for granted inside that there are a lot of people who are feeling you know what um they're understanding and feeling that the importance is it's critical and it might be even more critical kind of as we go along go along more okay guys that was episode number two just wanted to share that experience. Hopefully that helps you. Just, you know, seeing something through fresh eyes, through someone who just was able to go to the Temple of Sarah. will be entering the mission field on September 8th. She has 46 days, I think, um, until she goes. She's really excited. And excited to be wearing the garment. And um, we will leave you to that hope you guys can check out our website called to share.com we have lots of awesome articles we try to share just good stuff in the world if there's anything that you would like to share um, a story you'd like to share we would be more than happy to do that just email me at info at called to share.com and also check out our youtube channel just type in called to share you'll see a cool little logo it's the angel Moroni behind, uh, in front of the a red moon or orange moon. We have content we usually put up every day. A lot of it is missionary content. We reach out to missionaries who have, have been doing some awesome stuff and uh, sharing those videos. We have close to 5 million views this year, which is pretty awesome. So how YouTube is kind of blossoming and, and doing a lot of good, but... We will definitely jump back, episode three. We'll do it sooner than we did the last one, but appreciate all of you guys who listen. If you're on the Anchor app, feel free to leave a comment or question or suggestion for the show. But until next time, um, seek to bring forth and establish the cause of Zion. See you guys.